So it's going to be a very interesting week. We talked about opening day on Monday, spring election on Tuesday. Former President Trump will be indicted in a Manhattan criminal court about 1.15 Tuesday afternoon. I, I'm always interested when it comes to Trump, how he affects so many different things. And I wanted to grab our friend Dave Spano of Annex Wealth Management just to see if, if anything regarding Trump's indictment is enough to sway the markets. Dave joins us in studio. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I, the Trump news is, I think, what we expected, but it, it's certainly nowhere near done. I, I do wonder, from your perspective, historically, when Trump is in the news and there's something politically charged attached to whatever he's doing, is there a common market reaction? Well, it's good for Trump. Is it good for the stock market? Probably not. just causes more discontent. But it really, at the end of the day, Greg, it's the economics that really move things. Um, not much more than what's happening with Donald Trump and, and his plight. But there's no question it is going to take all of the air out of the room again for another week or so. But I think the economics are far more important. And also with the bank upheaval that we've had recently, will this Trump indictment, do you expect that will have any ripple effect on that? No. So so what happened with uh, Silicon Valley Bank was there was a lot that went into it. There was a lot of blame to be pushed around. I mean, Trump got blamed. Biden got blamed. Of course, the, the bank itself got blamed. But at the end of the day, the Federal Reserve, which is not only in charge of trying to keep inflation down by raising rates, one of the things they, all, they are also in charge of is the banking system. So they can pay, have this thing called the discount window where the banks can go and get money. So it sure looks like the banks are starting to solidify. I hope that's the case. I know that I went through uh, 08 and 09 just like everybody else did, and that was certainly caused uh, some PTSD for people thinking about going back to 08 and 09, where we had these cascading failures of, of financial institutions. We'd come into the studios on Saturday morning and talk about the banks that failed. We don't see that it's hap- that, that, that We don't see that that is happening. We believe that the banks are in much better financial position. That doesn't mean that you can't have a one-off or a number of banks that could have trouble because they how they manage their financial statements. And that's really what happened with SVB, Silicon Valley Bank. I think there's so many varied opinions right now, Dave, too, about where the markets are going. And, and some people think there's another big collapse that's going to happen, leading us right into a recession. Some people think we're already in a recession. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's sort of a blip on the radar. Where do you stand with how you view everything that's happened over the last year or so? Well, it certainly looks like the economy is for sure slowing down. Now, we got a great report the other day that showed GDP was 2.6%. Well, obviously, that's positive. We do know the standard definition of a recession is two back-to-back quarters of negative growth. That is the expectation, even from the Federal Reserve, that we will have that on the back half of 23 or early 24. So a slowing of the economy certainly looks like that is coming. If it is technically a recession or not, we'll have to see. But that means there'll be pressure on all kinds of things, including employers are going to have pressure on do they lower their employment count? That's a big deal. And that's it's kind of a soft definition of a recession is did you lose your job or did your neighbor lose his job more so than what the economics are? But uh, we're seeing good numbers for sure. Never, ever want to ask a prediction because that's not possible. (laughs) But in the past, now that Russia is back in the news with the arrest of the journalist, did the Griner situation with Brittany Griner and all of that in the world politics sphere, did that affect the markets? Because I got to think that this is going to be a topic on the Sunday news shows over the weekend. 
do you expect that it would have any effect on the mar- markets on mm. Monday? This is the Wall Street Journal that we're talking about. This is for real, right? And so this person that they have under arrest is, is you know, the venerable Wall Street Journal is is in the play here. So I do think it's going to have, be a big part of the news cycle. This is a big deal. Does it affect the markets? Only if it causes more concern between the relationship with the United States and Russia. And it certainly looks like our relationship is very sour, as you know, at the moment. But there's also story that there's also stories going on with Russia on will they take another form of currency for their oil. And that conversation's happening and looks like it's going to happen. I, I'm always baffled, Dave, by why things, you know, 12,000 miles away affect the markets here in the United States. It, I guess it never made sense to me. How do you boil it down to folks who have similar questions? So you think about what's happening around the world, and there's no question in the short term the market is inefficient, and it does react to a news cycle. In the long term, this is the key, Greg. Did this company, whatever company you're talking about, did they sell more widgets? Whatever it is. Is it from cigarettes to cars? Whatever they're selling. If they sold more of those, that means that their revenue went up. And did their net income their net income or profitability go up. That, at the end of the day, is really the most important stuff. What is the profitability and what is the revenue of that company? And then what price-to-earnings ratio, what multiplier are you willing to pay for it? When you have all this bad news, people lower the, the P.E. ratio or the multiplier, and it certainly is going to get lowered as interest rates stay elevated. It was a good week, right? I mean, is that a sign of encouragement, or is it more of a you know one step forward, one step back? Yeah, I, I, there's a couple things going on. It's the end of the quarter. Sure. So there is this funny thing called window dressing going on where companies have to report what they own every quarter, at least, for example, mutual funds. And so they do the, the making it pretty type of stuff right now and getting rid of the stocks that they shouldn't own and putting in stuff that they would like to own. And so window dressing is going on. A lot of volatility is coming back and forth. That's one of them. And then number two, remember that the stock market and the economy are not directly connected. In other words, the stock market the stock market bottoms far before the economy bottoms sometimes six to nine months so well let's watch for a bottoming a bottoming of the stock market six to nine months later is probably where you're going to see the bottoming of the economy dave spano of nx wealth management you are so knowledgeable and i really enjoy hearing you and giving this good perspective Obviously, it's not all good news, though, and I never expect a prediction. How about something good, though? What's something? What's some good news you can share that either you've enjoyed from the past three months, uh, or maybe maybe a baseball prediction? Yeah. Okay, there we go. It's exactly <laughs> what's going to be my answer. Okay, baseball has started. Right on Monday, we've got opening day here in Milwaukee. That's exciting. Spring is started. And by the way, when those things happen, people feel better. And when that happens, people can think about going out and spending money. That is good for the economy. And so you'll often see that you know the, the quarters that are, are really good are the fourth quarter and the first quarter because they're reporting what happened during the summer. So as people go out and move around and spend, that is a good thing. But there's certainly no shortage of negative news uh, that we can focus on. The positive news is let's talk about it's springtime, baseball has started, and let's be positive. Yeah, sales of Miller Lite will be brisk over the weekend. <laughs> no there's uh, no doubt about that. It's Money Talk every Saturday morning here on WTMJ. Dave Spano, President and CEO and host, the finely dressed Dave Spano here on a Friday afternoon. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Greg and Sandy.